Share Care, helping you. Get younger, get guidance, get better care, get smart, get fit. Radio MD presents Share Care Radio with Daria Long Gillespie, MD. Hi, it's Dr. Daria. Welcome to Share Care Radio. We are going to have an awesome show today. We have two yoga experts in studio today going to be talking about some of the health benefits of that and also going to have uh, Mr. John Coyle on in the second segment talking about how to expand time and literally go counterclockwise in your life and stop this whole life passing us by feeling that we all have but first we're going to start with some of our Ask Dr. Daria questions I'm going to dive right in kind of doing a theme this week of sports and school safety with everybody going back to school remember if you miss anything you can find it all on ShareCare com backslash radio md you can also find it on radio md's homepage for share care radio you can download you can stream you can even subscribe to these podcasts on itunes so let's just dive right in the first question was how can i prevent injuries in sports for my child and this is a very very relevant question as an er doctor myself and as a mom I see these a lot, I take care of them, and I worry about them in my own child. And it's important because more than 8,000 children are treated every day across the United States in emergency departments for sports and recreational injuries. So it's very important that they do a couple of things to keep your kids safe. Number one, use a proper equipment and use it correctly. Make sure that whatever your child's sport is, they're do- using the equipment for that. For instance, it's not a great idea to be, if you have some wrist guards from that could be used for skateboarding, don't have your child use that, or the helmet for skateboarding, don't have your child use those same things for a different sport. You want the equipment to be sport-directed. If they're playing football, they should need a football helmet and football guards, not something from a different sport. Also make sure it's not out of date. As we know, guidelines change over time. Helmets that we thought were very safe and protective 10 years ago are nothing like the helmets and equipment that we use today. So always good to kind of, for these safety things, you know, I I love buying things off of exchanges from other parents. It's a great way to save money. Not such a great idea for safety equipment for your kids. Definitely make sure you check to make sure that nothing's out of date. Second thing is know when to pull your child from play. You know, a lot of kids, especially as they start to get into junior high and high school, they start getting really competitive and they will not want to get themselves out of play. So it's up to a parent or a coach or somebody who has more common sense than a teenager to say, no, you are experience- showing some red flags. I want to get you out of play. One of those is dehydration. You know, if they, for dehydration, you need to pay attention to a couple of different things. Pay attention to the heat end- index. That's the temperature plus the humidity. That's going to impact how long they can stay out. Pay attention to the amount of equipment that they're wearing. A child who is playing football with pounds and pounds of pads on him is going to be higher at risk of getting dehydrated and overheating than a child playing soccer who's not going to have a lot of equipment on them. Also pay attention to their hydration status and conditioning. So have they been healthy? Have they been drinking very well and having plenty of fluids? All that to say a healthy 13-year-old who's very in great condition, been hydrating himself, can probably play soccer in the same temperature for a lot longer than the same age teenager who's maybe had a stomach bug recently and been a little dehydrated and also playing football. All of those make more for a worse combination and less time that they can stay in the heat. As far as concussions go, that's another sign, another thing when parents really need to pull the kid out, the child out of play. Signs of concussion are any dizziness, headache, vomiting. If a child's blacked out, had a loss of consciousness, if they seem difficult, having difficulty with balance or concentration or confused, a really good question to ask if your child's playing football and gotten hit is to say, you know, hey, what was the last play? 
if they can't tell you the exact details of that, they're probably having a little bit of fogginess, could be a sign of concussion, pull them from play until somebody who's a medical professional or trained in evaluation concussion can evaluate them. You do not want them to get hit before they've had, ch- had a chance to heal up. And then, you know, another thing I want to talk about for preventing injuries in sports are overuse. Up to 50% of all sports-related injuries in kids are due to overuse injuries. And that's for one thing. Adolescents are especially vulnerable because they're having growth spurts. That means sometimes the bones may grow at a different rate than the muscles and ligaments, and that causes a little bit of an imbalance. You know, they have growth plates. They have just immature bones. They're just at higher risk for injury. And not just that, injuries to those things can impact their growth and development for life. So very important that they be careful with that. And lastly, I want you to have them practice the right techniques. The right technique can mean the difference between no injury at all versus a rotator cuff injury, ACL injury, even a spinal cord injury. So it's crucial, even at a very young age, that they are practicing the right technique because that is a technique they will use for life. Any more information you want, you can check us out at ShareCare. I also have a blog at emergencycareforyou.org. That's for the American College of Emergency Physicians on the sport of staying injury free. But again, we have a ton of information on this on sharecare.com. So check it out under preventing sports injuries. Now, uh, along the same lines, another person had sent in about playing safe, uh, you know, when should I give my child a sports drink? So for most kids, water is going to be fine and they don't need sports drink necessarily often it has extra sugar and we're not talking about energy drinks here we're talking about sports drinks powerade gatorade things like that little mineral replacement there are times to use sports drinks however you don't want to always use water if somebody's exercising for longer than an hour if they're really really sweating and if it's really hot out then you do want to consider doing a sports drink because you want to replace some of the sodium and electrolytes that they are losing. In those cases, and we see it often in marathoners, they don't want to just replace it with water. They need a sports drink. So if your child is in that situation, then you do want to mix in sports drinks as well to replacing their sodium and other electrolytes. On the flip side, are energy drinks helpful in sports? No, 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 no. Now we're talking energy drinks like those uh, those monster drinks. And I don't know, there's so many. You just go to the gas station, you can see about 100 of them. They, and so these are ones that have you know really stimulating components in them. They're not regulated by the FDA. We don't know what's in them, but many of them have very, very high levels of caffeine and other stimulants. And they've caused a lot of people to go to the ER as a result from everything from overheating to seizures to dangerous heart rhythms. They're especially dangerous if you combine them with somebody who's exercising and their heart rate may already be up. They already are a little bit dehydrated or a little bit hotter. So no, 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 there is no room for any of these energy drinks in sports. You know, water, you can give them electrolyte replacement drinks, but none of these stimulating uh, energy drinks. Now to the next reader was saying, you know, maybe less of kids' sports injuries and more for the rest of us. And they asked, how can I safely do sports while I'm on a vacation if I want to stay active? Now, I always tell people when you're on vacation, there's two things to look at because you want to avoid weekend warrior syndrome. So you can do a greater amount than what you normally do. So say maybe you walk um, for a half hour every two to three days. When you're on vacation, go ahead and walk. Maybe you can walk for a couple of hours or walk here or there, walk more so that the quantity is more. But you wanna be careful with intensity. You don't want to suddenly jump up the intensity. So if you are 
Normally a walker, you don't want to suddenly try to go on a huge run or something that's intensity-wise cardiovascularly a huge jump, or you're at risk of making yourself tired, getting injured, or other problems like that. So by all means, be active, push yourself a little bit, but don't over push yourself just because you're on vacation. You don't want to come home nursing some new injury as your souvenir. Some great things that I like when I'm on vacation that are just really easy and doesn't take any training or skills or equipment, go for a nice hike. If you're someplace that has hills, hills make it even better. You know, hike up a stadium, you know, hike up the stairs of an old Roman stadium or some ruins like that or an old church. Turn all of those hikes and sightseeings into exercise. Also, if you're along the beach, go hiking, uh, walking in either the dry sand or about six inches of water to give yourself a little bit of resistance. It's beautiful. You're more likely to see a little bit cool and you'll be able to enjoy that. Remember, if you go biking, a lot of people like to rent bicycles when they're in a new place. That's awesome. I love it. But not all of the rental places will automatically give you a helmet to do especially important for adults and kids. If you're going biking, you're renting a bicycle, rent a helmet as well. If you think it's gross, bring your own helmets. They're pretty light. They don't add too much weight to your uh, to your suitcase. Swimming again is also one a great one. And really just get yourself excited with the family. Any activity you can do with the family or children is great. It's going to get you moving. Anything from badminton to hide and seek, just get out there, play, and enjoy your vacation. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to answer, send any of our questions you have to sharecare.com or tweet us at sharecareinc using the hashtag sharecareradio. Stay tuned with a segment with two very fit women, founders of the Southeast Yoga Conference, Nicole and Melissa. Melissa.